And we're back. Hello. Welcome Hello. to the Foxtrot. We took a little week off last week, but we are back for another exciting episode of the very, show. Very exciting. Marky Mark. Hello. Calls on Chewbacca. Land Nav Challenge. Yo, yo, yo. Chewy's Marky in. Mark. Hello. <laughs> Harry Badger. Eden Folders. Harry, you're doing some very interesting things with your 3D printer, my friend. I, I've been following your social media oh, yes. intensely over the last few weeks. And I can't wait to see the final result. It's very exciting, isn't it? Mm. Uh, hello, fresh meat, Daz. Uh, Punish one. Hello, hello, Lance. Oh. Hi, Les. Matthew McCarthy. Rage. Oh, uh, it's all just skipped. Uh, James C. James McNary. Blackbeard. I don't think we've seen Blackbeard before. Hello, hello. Welcome. Hi, on. guys. Glad you're back. Oh, good. He sounds like a normal person and not a bot from the interface yes. web land. So we we've had a little head scratch after um, our incident. Uh, the last episode, and we will try to be avoiding any disruption from bots going forwards because it's the first time it happened to us. Uh, we were learning a little bit uh, in terms of how to deal with it, and we handled it in the most no-fo way possible, which is we just really focused on that for 10 minutes. So we're going to stop doing that for next week or next time. Uh, we are not going to panic. What's up? Rich Serent Sport, yeah. <laughs> Pegasus, Terry G, hello, hello. James C., what those bots were hilarious. They were funny, um, but, you know, we don't want to... Do you remember that one that jumped in the stream? It must have been a couple of years back now. They solved cancer or something, wasn't it? They they claimed to have found the cure for cancer, and they thought the best place to announce that massive bit of news was our stream. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we are. That's when you know, I thought that's a lie. That's at the forefront true. of news. It's, it's you know, if, if it's happening yeah, around oh, the world, it happens on here? this show. I've got some huge <laughs> window just opened on my. Hello. Hello. Absolutely. Daddy Plane. There you go. You sound good. You don't sound like Megatron anymore. <laughs> yeah. I had to oh, restart Blackbeard. because you went all quiet. <laughs> Blackbeard's a regular listener. I've just had a bit of a rebrand. Oh, Same on Instagram, too. Ooh. Ooh. Rage says I'm a bot. Ooh, quiz, quiz. Who was he before? Who was he before? <laughs> I don't know. Sausages. Lovely. Sausages. Rich, Sar- Rich Saren Sport by my oh crypto my course. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Send me a link. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've obviously had two weeks to gain new purchases, new news. And new exciting things. Should we roll into the news and we can we can get into that? Because I know Andy's got a fuckload of stuff that he's been stacking up. Um, yeah. Because he also hasn't got his mic on. So um, when he, when he works that one out. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Now you're just very quiet. Why am I quiet? That's your problem. I haven't That's done right, anything with that. There he is. Cool. Right, let's I'm roll into four. the news. Yay. I News. News. So, in the news this week, um, I'll tell you what, you guys start first because I need to find the specific image because there's a few images that it, it's to do with iPro. Um, it happened at the Empire event, but we'll do it at the end of the news because we're going to be rolling onto the Empire event anyway. So, it'll be a good, oh, good segue. <laughs> I don't um, know an iPro happened at the Empire event. No, no, a no. Good, yeah. it's not a problem, but it's, it's I a do, and I wasn't even there. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we'll chat about it at the end. So, um, Andy, what purchases have you got, or, or any news that you might have? Uh, well, um, for one, I am feeling better. Um, I, have purchased, I have purchased a brand new webcam. As you can see, I am full box mode now. 
Ta-da! It's very exciting. Ta-da. It is. I, I also bought some uh, hands-free mic walkie-round things that I can't seem to get to work. So if anyone has Whoa. any, if anyone has any dealings with the fully am, fully am. Oh, I remember that story now. Sorry. Yep. Sorry, I just had a load of pictures <laughs> flash up on my other screen. What pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Some um, things aren't for the internet, my friend. <laughs> uh, I bought some more pouches for my Bergen. Uh, the front pouches, the water bottle pouches. So I can pouches. to Mission Taylor's because um, I'm going to get him to put the pack section, you know, on my recon, uh, my commander's one. I've got those um, netted section in the top section. I'm going to get him to put some of those in as well. Um, oh, my Arcturus trousers broke. Uh, the elastic straps on the knees, um, you know, the one where you can adjust the leg height. Um, yeah. the, elastic, the elastic snapped on them because um, it looked like they'd been sewn through. Um, yeah. Rang them up and they went, yep, not a problem, send them back. Literally swapped them over and put a new pair, sent a new pair off literally almost straight away. So, very impressed with that. Cool. Missed that, that bit. Sorry. That's all right. His trousers broke. They've got fixed. Oh, yes. Did you get them replaced? I did. They sent a brand spanking new pair. And, and as a sorry, they sent me a black Papri. face mask. Ooh. <laughs> well, like a surgical mask. Or like yeah, a, or a like protective one of one. the... One of the COVID masks. <laughs> nice. They've probably got a huge backlog of them in the staff room drawer. Everybody's getting masks. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, <laughs> you get a mask. You get a mask. Safety you first, kids. I'll take first. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> um, and I've also booked on to... That, wasn't it? <laughs> was it Oprah? I think Oprah did a show where she just gave away loads of cars. She was like, you get a car. You get a car. Oh, Sorry, not anyway, Marso. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh. what was the other thing I was about to say? Dazzlers. Oh, I think that was it. More Dazzlers. Oh, I had my hair cut, but I can't show you because you'll just get blinded by the baldness. <laughs> so I would say, as your hair cut, then you've just had hair removed. <laughs> I've had a lot of hair removed. <laughs> <laughs> In down all sorts of places as well. Ooh. Yes, Lance, you got any news or purchases? Uh, yes, oh, I, I have. About my balls. I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say purchases. <laughs> if you take your hat off and, and scrunch your head up, will it? Does it actually look like the the, the uh, same as a ball bag? Look down at the camera. Look down at the camera and do it really close. Just squeeze the top of your head together. No, yours isn't as wrinkly as Dale's. Dale's one actually looks like a scrotum when he does that. Which is brilliant. Um, not so much purchases, but I was given Big gifts. Big shout out to our, our mate Dale this week. <laughs> Dale, scrotum head. Love him. Um, so I was given gifts this week. So I, first gift, um, I got given two of these Pelly cases Ooh. by my friend. Oh, nice. They do have some terminal ports on the side, but obviously nothing on the inside. Um, so I'm going to use one of these for all my comms to go in. Because it's a nice... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or into a makeshift stereo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've got two of them. Put, put grenades in it. It could be your boom box. Pyro box. Oh, God. Moving can on. we mute him? Oh, I can mute him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a bigger one. I've got his dad. Ooh. I've got two of these. Oh. So I've got two of them as well. 
which were given to me by a lovely man called Mark. Oh, so I'd like Mark. to say publicly thank you, Mark, for those lovely Hello, things. Mark. Really appreciate it, mate. So, yeah, that's going to go into... Um, ooh, I'm going to put lots of sort of trinkets and treasures in there. I can imagine to see it now. So, yeah, that's my... <laughs> and my MWS is done, apart from the Quadrant Reflex site, which I keep harking on about, and I'm never going to find it. But there it is. I was thinking, did you receive my message about maybe having a look and seeing if there's an SDL file for it? If you've got an, Don't worry. You an SDL. I'll do my own fanfare, guys. You, It's fine. Oh, sorry, bud. That's I fine. was too busy showing the photos. <laughs> no, it's not finished. <laughs> actually, to be right, Andy's right, actually. Yeah, you should subtract that fanfare. <laughs> rip, 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 rip. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, okay. that's Maybe it in all its SDL files. What 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 see what, what? See if someone does a three D printed SDL file. I have no idea. I don't have a three D printer or three D print. I wouldn't no. know what to look for. But I do. But I know so people that do. Harry Badger. Andy Harry. Yeah, but Harry's got a lot on his plate at the moment, like building an entire oh. alien galaxy and and their this? and their enemies. Have you seen the blood? The blood looks yeah, it's cool. cool. It does look it really looks cool. awesome. Yeah, I'm I've actually, actually started watching Predator Two now. <laughs> I saw the blood videos. Like, yeah, I'm going to start watching Predator Two tonight because I've seen Predator One last <laughs> yeah. week. So then I'm going to revisit Aliens again. <laughs> but yeah, NWS is finished, so I'm well happy with that. I just need to do a little bit of fine tuning with Kenny. We've got to free up some time when this rainstorm has passed, which is currently mm-hmm. absolutely smashing the area I live into pieces at the moment. So mm. apologies if you can hear rain through the mic. I do apologize. No, it's right. out of my hands. Speak to Mine's Big JC. Still. <laughs> sitting there waiting to get finished hovering above me like a halo <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah that's my pretty much my news and purchases 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 I um I have a few things that I've got uh, oh string no, no string what, what have string. we got I... random hmm, what random thing that could you have this, bought this is my uh, new Keeler hat um, so this is the Keeler SF MTC Polar Mounting Cap. It is both waterproof and thermal. Uh, that doesn't mean you can stick it in the fire. Uh, or wear it underwater. Little, yeah. Or wear it underwater. You could wear it underwater. It's got a little wire brim on the hood as well. I'll be honest with you, it's not the most fashionable hat i found. Um, it's, it's not going to start... You know, I, I, I think you need to wear it at more of a jaunty angle. More of a jaunty angle, what, like that. No, not like that, but like to turn the peak oh. slightly off to the to off kilter. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Know. Yeah, um, do it like that. But what I will, Fucks. what I will say is, I have, um, <laughs> I've been testing it out over the weekend. Um, it got quite cold on Saturday night at Empire Rising Two with Empire Events in the evening, and it was, it was very nice and warm. Basically, you looked uh, like, so warm was it in fact that you actually fell asleep by the fire. I did fall asleep by the fire. It was very comfy. I thought it was my highbrow conversation. A cap. You can yeah. you can fold up the, the ear flaps. Um, I appreciate. I mean, Rage has just said you look like a tactical Elmer Fudd. This is not going to win me a fashion fashion competition. Hats don't necessarily keep me warm, but for the practicality of what this offers, this is a waterproof thermal hat. Yeah. Um, I, have I think Rage a is jealous. Skin. A waterproof yeah. thermal hat. I have a seal skin beanie. Um, so obviously seal skins make the socks. I have the beanie version of those as well. And that was a good hat, but the outer, because it's still a beanie, whilst it's got a waterproof lining in it, the outer obviously absorbs the moisture and it started to drip down the bottom and then run down my neck. The benefit with this one is it's actually got the waterproof outer, so you can have that over your collar. 
so you can actually mm-hmm. sort of tuck yourself inside it a little bit more. Um, so yeah, that's that's my new little Keeler hat. Nice. I have, as of yesterday, purchased some Corinthia uh, tent booties. Oh, I've got so, some. Of them. Uh, they are very, very these warm. Are my, uh, these are very warm. <laughs> these are my uh, windbreaker booties. Uh, I got these from Semaphore um, down in Maidstone. Uh, quite a reasonable price. Um, I definitely didn't pay the 160 euros. I've just found them on the Corinthia website. So yeah, second hand grade one. I'd probably say even super grade because there's almost you know I can't. Tell I, can t- I can tell you why they're super grade is because they were issued to the lads when my brother-in-law was in, and they were out on exercise and they refused to put their boots back on because they were so comfortable and warm that they were they were like they were like standing to and getting into contacts with them. So they're they're like. DS staff, if you like, were just like, right, bollocks, and just confiscated the fucking lot and made them wear their boots again. <laughs> so that's why there's loads of them available that aren't, haven't been used because they just took the piss and wore them all the time. <laughs> so it's like, right, bollocks, you're not having them. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, only, I've only given these a proper little bit of test around the house at the moment. Um, they aren't obviously well, that's designed good enough. for outdoor wear. I know, they aren't designed for outdoor wear. Um, they, they sort of specifically say that on the on the website. They do have like a slightly more reinforced canvas pad on the bottom. Um, I'm only really planning to wear them when I'm sort of tucked up or whatever, or, you know, just a bit cold. I mean, there's Ooh. there's been some events, like when we did the Legion one in the SF base. So I'd be quite comfortable kind of wandering around the little hut, getting out your boots, getting these on, because obviously it'd dry off your feet. Mm, um, definitely, mate. Warm, and they, so and they, and they the crunch down small as well, don't they? They do, they do. They are, you know. Oh, look, it's so strong. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, a big, strong uh, boy. <laughs> so on the same thread as keeping warm, I also, whilst in semaphore, purchased these. These are the Ooh, oven gloves. glove of the SAS um, thermal gauntlet system. So this is a size small. They are, they are incredibly uh, large because they're obviously designed as, uh, I think there's a three-piece system this goes with. Um, I know they look like oven gloves. I did think no, that. they don't look like oven gloves, Mike. <laughs> they they are. are fucking oven gloves. They are not oven gloves. Um, so it's part of a three-piece system to but keep your hands cold. Uh, or they're designed <laughs> to be... No, and you, you could tie them together, I guess, to make them look like oven gloves. Um, Can you put some string, some of your string through them so they go through your coat like mittens and then run around with them flapping about? I can. I can. Please I'll, do I'll that. I'll do that later. Please do that. Um, they have three... Uh, kind of protrusions that you can put your fingers in. So those three fingers go into kind of the main mitten area. You've got a four finger little pouch that you can actually remove the leather cover on. For your trigger. Um, Leather? Is that the main mixing finger finger. to come out? So it it velcros back. That's your, you know, that's the party finger right there. And you've obviously got the thumb hole as well. Um, So yeah, basically I'm I'm, I'm gearing (laughs) up for these winter events. Lots. (laughs) <laughs> no, you'll hear us. You'll hear this little. You'll hear this little. <laughs> oh, he's got his max. He's got his main mixing finger out again. <laughs> his main yeah. mixing finger. So, um, uh, jokes aside, yeah, though, mean, are they heat? Are they? Are they a strong? So, if they're leather, you could use them as as oven mittens, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting you start waving around them in the fire to get coals and stuff out of it. It's only because Ed was asking. That was all. <laughs> yeah, no. In terms of in terms of dealing with. Um, like if say you've got a hot mess tin or something like that, I'd, I wouldn't have any qualms using these to get or hold that while I'm eating or something like that. Or um, you know the heat up meals, like the pouches of food and stuff like that, yeah, where they get yeah, a bit yeah. warm, hold that in one of these quite happily. I Changing these, out the barrel of a GPMG when you put about a million fucking rounds through it, it's red hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
you know, just cooking at home on a Sunday if you've got a roast. Um, yeah. I bought these primarily for when we do sort of stag, anything Ooh. like that, where it sort of involves a lot of sitting around in the cold. Um, just something I can throw on over the rest of my system. Yep. Question. Question, Dad. Um, Question. Also, you could actually eat out of the glove because it's, it's quite a big surface area. You could just pour your food into it and just eat it. Especially if you got yes, well, I could, I could. However, I had a birthday present to deal with that. Um, this which is, an, which is, is a, a oh. super fold bowl. So this is from Fossils. Uh, it's a snap fold bowl, and basically, the... you can see it's sort of like a perforated, and, and it forms one of these. So this is a proper waterproof bowl. Um, the way that it folds up means that there's the you know that that's the bottom corner, so there's no water that can get out of it. It holds 500 milliliters. It's actually got a gauge on the side, so you can use that as a measuring jug. For all gauge! As well. um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I saw these on a... Um, I'm ignoring you. I saw these on a super lightweight <laughs> camping website uh, and video. There was a company that was sort of going through various products and things that That's were out on bloody the clever. The white. I like that. You can use it as a chopping board as well. So it's um, you can fold it out. And oh, use so it's it's Frisbee. Frisbee. Um, Andy, I come on, think of other quite, things we could use. What I thought was uh, quite uh, clever is that you could use it as that sort of bowl. So say you're eating chips or something like that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a cup for protecting <laughs> your, your manhood. Yeah, yeah. A face mask. I, face I mask. There's a, there's yeah, a face mask. Hat. A little hat. A little hat, yes. Little... Lovely. Look at that. A jaunty angle as well. <laughs> yeah. Love that. A little, little bit more stylish than the other one. but uh... Oh, that's a bit Derek yeah, Trotter, so isn't it, with its front, front cap? Yeah, Derek nice. Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't weigh a lot. They're quite, they're quite lightweight. Is, Obviously, they fold down completely. Flat. Is it strong enough to be a spade? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not strong enough to be a spade. I mean, very loose, sandy soil you could probably scrape away with. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're flat and flexible. Apparently, I've got a challenge for you, Mike. Quickly on air, live challenge. Can you put that bowl together with your oven gloves on? Oh. Yes, I probably can. Okay, you have to give okay. me a second though. How long should we give him? Oh, Thirty seconds. Oh, whilst whilst talking, are we? This is going to be excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So for all those listening right. back, Mike's about to try and build a not a, well a flat sheet of plastic into a bowl thing. Okay, right, ready? hang on, Mike. I've got so that you... finger. I've got that finger out. Am I allowed that? Is that okay? Oh, we'll, we'll allow you to have a single digit um, single. exposed. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, so we got you've got thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah, completely flat. Okay, here we go. Okay, three, two, one, go. Done. Oh my god, you've been practicing that all day. I haven't been practicing. <laughs> of course you bloody have. So yeah. 6.99 seconds. That's the new record. There we go. Thanks, Andy. Congratulations. Wow. It does look fanfares for you. <laughs> god, I've got a, a twelve hundred pound MWS. I had to fucking hum my own one. <laughs> It's not playing through mine, so I didn't know that it played. Oh, right. We're okay. trying to talk. It's going. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And I know, I know that the gauntlets are mittens. I get that they are called blizzard mittens. Um, they're the outer for the blizzard mittens, but it's just something that you can just slip on over. I can put them over my mechanics gloves, so I haven't got to take the rest of the gloves. Yeah, off like you say, like if that. you're on stag and you're still for ages, then you know, and you've yeah. got a windshield as well, consider mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Still so take the piss. They're great gloves. Purchases. You can take the piss. I'll be sitting there nice and warm. Nice and while warm. You're taking and I'll piss, be sharing your warmth with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll all be in there with you. Mike, oh, can baby. I wear your gloves for a bit? Mike, Mike. Can I hold your yeah, can I hold your index finger? Because that's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the Mike the radiator. <sighs> um James yes. asked how firm Come is the to me. hat. I don't know off the top of my head. I will find out for you uh, in terms of how insulated it is. 
I will find out. Um, so in Marky the news, Mark, in the words of Newcastle, Pooba Scooba. Uh, <laughs> so yes, these were the glasses. These are uh, revision. I can't remember the name of the brand, uh, not the brand, the make. Uh, these are your Pegasus standard revision on. eye pro that you get from British Army surplus. So the BB has entered around the side of the um, uh, where the, where the glasses wrap around. It has entered from the right. Okay. It's then run around the front edge. This is on the inside of the glasses. This isn't on the outside. It's around around the front edge. It's then impacted on the nose bridge, and you can just about see the white marks as well as it's uh, exited the glasses on the um, upper bridge, whatever that's called, like the forehead bridge. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these are obviously ballistic-rated glasses. They, they do have a, uh, a wraparound feature on these as well. Yeah, because they do uh, wrap around quite far. Right. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never encountered that before, and I use revision saw flies. Yeah, so I've added some, but they don't look like here. revision saw flies. No, they're not. They're the re uh, reactive ones, isn't they? They're the ones that, um, okay. Oh, right. The BB's coming. Oh, okay, yeah, the BB's coming. So these are these are EZ 787 plus rated. So these are ballistic glasses come in, impacted on the nose bridge. You can just see as it's exited on there. Hit um, there and, and it's just down, basically a bit of a warning because ultimately, you know, whatever eye pro you're running. But he had he had to have been shot from the from behind. Then the, the round had to have come in that way. There's no way he'd have yeah, been. Yeah. Sh you know, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming from almost. Well, uh, don't run away. Like, then you won't get shot like that. <laughs> it's coming on almost like the I five say. five four o'clock position um, uh -huh. round the eye pro, and I think it's just something to be aware of. You know, ultimately, you know. He, he was particularly, uh, I mean, this was Pegasus. He said, you know, most of the white BB mark has buffed out now. Um, but when it first happened, he thought they'd cracked because of, you know, just this linear line running across the eye pro. Mm. To be um, fair, that's, that is like a one in probably a million shot of a BB yeah. coming in from that sort of angle. Because looking at that line, that's li literally underneath the arm, which is mm. probably the only gap. Because they sit down quite low. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that is, and, and that, that, that corner really... of that lens is almost on your cheek, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost touching flesh, isn't it? Mm. Touching So flesh. apologies, these aren't revision. These are edge tactical arc lights. Um, and apparently they weren't flushed to his face either due to the heat at the time. So ah. be careful with your eye pro. That's what I'm saying. Because ultimately, you know, Pegasus is a very regular player. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, very seasoned. Um, you know, it, like we're, we're not talking novice here, and this it doesn't take a lot. Um, <laughs> like it doesn't take a lot like for something to potentially go wrong. I mean, that that could have been realistically speaking. Let's be let's be honest. That could have been Ash losing his eye this weekend. Mm. Yeah, it could have been like you know that if that had gone differently, as whatever that that BB could have ended up in his eye. So, I think it's just <clears throat> be careful with your eye pro. You know, we, yeah. I know Rage always teaches us not to suck eggs. For, basic players mm. and stuff like that you know there's an element of darwin theory but you know ash ash is not one of these people that needs to be told to breathe when he turns up to an event um <laughs> les says we all do okay the sniper was going for a headshot no but not at all no. i wouldn't have thought you know if you imagine if that sniper was perhaps 80 meters away and was trying to do a drop shot or something like that you know there's only so accurate you can only be so accurate at the end of the day you know i wouldn't i wouldn't class that as someone's a headshot you know he could have tried shooting and leading the target and ash has actually walked onto his round and then it's got it's, yeah. it's hit him that way 
you know, oh, so could have been a hundred things. Like, huge, been... huge variants, mate. Um, variations of that what woodland. Happen. You could have been walking along, and it could have just been his head that's that's on show. Head on show, yeah, ricochet bit, or something yeah. else. You yeah. know, it could have clipped a twig and then changed trajectory. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No. Yeah. So. So there. Uh, well, upset. that's it. Yeah, he agrees. <laughs> Okay, mate. Right. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. So that's a, that's a that's a fair old shot. That's a good 50, 60 meters away. Yeah. Excuse me. Pardon me. Well, there we are. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well, glad it's it's okay. Tip. Thank you, Mike. I'm glad it's okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. I won't lie. I think there was a moment where he was a little bit like panicked because. Oh, that would. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, for something to crack your eye pro to start with, especially if they're ballistic ratings, that's obviously going to be a bit fearful. Um, you obviously don't want your eye pro to fail mid-game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to a number of events where that's, you know, eye pro's fallen off or something like that, and you do get quite panicked because obviously you need help to deal with that. Um, so, yeah. Mm. A bit scary. Anyway, is, uh, is that the end of the news? I'd say get, that was the end of the needs news. He's getting food in him, like me, get fat cheeks. Don't have that problem then. Get all fat and sassy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. We'll, we'll all pitch in and get in one of those full mesh face masks. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Pew, 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 pew. So we're obviously going to be talking about the Empire events, Empire Rising yes, 2, please. that we attended last week. Now, unfortunately, Andy was unable to make the event uh... due to his aforementioned uh shenanigans whilst driving shenanigans, yeah yeah <laughs> tomfoolery and horsing around in a vehicle <laughs> so well, let me off now lance as um as i would say probably co-event organizer mm, uh with, with kenny do you want to set the scene as to what empire rising 2 is and was i can indeed sir. so it is a sniper based tournament event one day uh not running through the night or anything um Points-based system. Uh, each sniper team, well, each sniper individual was given, is given ten dog tags at the beginning of the event with their names on it or, or their team number on it, and they're all individual to each player. Uh, those tags are worth one point. So basically, if that sniper gets shot, he hangs his ta- his dog tag up, metal shiny dog tag up in the nearest tree to where he was hit. He has to do that as part of the gentlemanly gentlemanness of the sport and fair play and all that jazz. You know, if they seem to be just chucking them down on the floor and the leaves, that's that's bullshit. Um, so they have to hang it up in a tree. Uh, for then the sniper who shot them to either collect or sit and leave it there for another sniper to spot and then take them out as well and go and get their tags on top of it. You know, so there's one point for dog tags collected and there was two points for objectives completed. So that's how they got their points throughout the day for the event. There was 13 teams in total. Um, sorry, 13 players in total, seven teams. There was one lone wolf, because oh, I think I believe one of his partners dropped out very, very last minute. So he was just... Mm-hmm. Rolling solo, which was fair enough, because otherwise he wouldn't have been able to attend, and we didn't think that was fair, because it wasn't his fault. So yeah, one dude, rolling solo, and then six pairs of two. <clears throat> uh, there were six objectives, one of them being to retrieve the location for your extraction point, and obviously then that was the fifth, and the sixth objective was actually to extract, and you'd get two points for a successful extraction uh, at a certain point in the AO. You pop a smoke, quad bike rocks up, you both jump on the back of the quad bike, and you're buzzed out of the zone, back to... Uh, Back to the safe zone for tea and biscuits and medals and all that jazz. So yeah, it was really, it was a really, really good event. Uh, a lot of honest gameplay. There was no dramas whatsoever. Uh, great feedback from all the sniper teams. The PMC lot, Mike, that you were running, did a fantastic job as ever. And we we, were, we had the gloves taken off of us this time, so we did give them a bit more of a battering. 
um, compared to the previous event, uh, which was good. And I think that worked really well. Uh, we were a much more force to be reckoned with this time around. Uh, and I think the snipers felt that as well out on the ground, which was good. Um, but yeah, there's the location itself. Obviously, it's a 90 acre private site. It's not an airsoft site. It's just a 90 acre woodland, which a lot of the listeners have probably visited once by now, I'd imagine, with the NOFO intro to Milsim and Empire events and stuff like that. So yeah, there was varying objectives positioned around the map. Um, uh, first one was a, well, not the first one, but a, one objective was a checkpoint that we put in, which we put a lot of effort into that. You know, we put a gun emplacement in. Mike actually got some uh, specific uh, signage for the bits. road um, to go up. We had a couple of flags up. I knocked up a um, a road barrier, um, red and white hazard barrier, to, to block the road off, stop vehicles coming through. And we had a HQ set up back behind that, which was actually one of the objectives, was to wipe out the checkpoint the between the sniper pairs and then search the hq for the extraction map to find out where they've got to go to for their extraction the between the hours of 4 and 4 30 that was the only window so each every team only has 30 minutes to get the extraction so that extraction zone was going to be like filled with with gunfire and all sorts going on and smokes going off and stuff like that so that was really cool um I, unfortunately i didn't get to see it because i was the other side of the map <laughs> there we go um there was uh, there was a supply crates uh, in the AO somewhere. We gave them we gave them all maps with points of interest, not specific points of interest, but like quite a large area which said point of interest on it. So although it it was in the correct area, you do have to search bigger, like a further afield than where it's actually marked mm -hmm. on that map. We're not going to give you like a pinpoint location. Say there is something here, go and get it because that just makes it fucking boring. We we wanted to work for it. So like, unfortunately, none of the teams found the down pilot. So that that was a bit disappointing. So to yeah. me, ages to do that. So tossers, thanks for that. <laughs> so maybe, maybe maybe next time I'll just leave him sat in the safe zone next to the campfire and see if you spot him. Then that might be a bit easier for you lot. Bloody snipers. This was, um, <laughs> this was the checkpoint that we uh, we made up. Um, so just a few simple sort of barricades, some flags, and um, the little sign. We've got a bit of signage made up and stuff. Made yep. quite an effective little checkpoint. It did, um, mate. Yeah, it looked really good. It yeah, was really well. Cool. And even the sniper said when they got eyes on it, and that's oh, wicked. That's great. A great point of reference and we, stuff um, like that. So we had some bashers and cam nets thrown up as well, and you can just make out in the background the, the startings of the command tent. Um, so with you know, it was it was quite interesting to see actually that with with a very little amount of um, infrastructure in terms of you know just a few bashers and some cam nets and stuff like that sort of put in. Yeah, you, you can, can really change quite a an nice area. Little um scenario basically absolutely yeah it worked really really well and like i say it's an untouched bit of woodland there's like one little hut that's been built on there the rest of it there's no pallets and stuff like that that you get in normal sites it's very all natural cover and sort of like peaks and valleys and ditches and trenches and stuff like that so that's why that, that, it's going to remain like that you know the only you know the second structure that's ever been built over there is that little barrier thing which can be taken apart anyhow so that's not a problem yeah. um but yeah, it just worked really well, and it was a nice little feature on the map that would that would other be otherwise be quite plain. It's just a junction on a road section, which we've actually created some sort of like like a little blocking point now, which is good. Mm. So that, that no doubt that's going to be used at future yeah. events. But and the good thing is, it's mobile. We can we can set it up in different locations, which is very cool. That's very very creepy. That face there, <laughs> very very creepy. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that meme, isn't it? Where you got the two girls. <laughs> oh, you just see yeah, it just photobombed by some weird dude in a cowboy hat. Like, yeah. hello. So yeah, that was good. So we had, so we had, yeah, we had a supply, we had a supply drop, um, which was good. So we had um, two uh, fifty cal ammo cans, and they had um, thirteen packets of BBs. There was ten BBs in each packet. So if the snipers located them, obviously the snipers only went out on the ground with fifty rounds, and that was in, that was for their rifle and for oh, their yeah. pistol mags. 
So they could have they could have like five pistol mags if they wanted to, and three and three rifle mags with a couple of BBs in each one. They, 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 they could carry as many mags as they like, but there was only about 50 rounds, and that was it. So by finding the supply drop, they got an additional 10 rounds each. Um, and the good thing as well was that they weren't all, like, four, like if everyone was running four rates, there were some four fives in there, there were some four eights in there, so you had to be quick to get to it because you might have to adjust your hop to accommodate for the four fives, or if there's only four, four eights left, you might have to change it again for that. So that was cool. Uh, there was also some supply crates out on the ground because we all know what snipers are like for not carrying no water or or food on them throughout a whole day at event. They'd rather just get dehydrated and collapse than actually take anything extra other than a pistol and a fucking rifle and, and cameras. Um, so we actually had supply crates out there which had some tip bits in it. Like you had some some beef jerky, some sweets. Um, there was bottles of there was crates of water left at every objective. So once they found the objective, they could rehydrate with a couple of little bottles of water and just leave them there for us to collect them all up. That's not a problem. Um, and that worked out really well. I don't think they got all their supplies, so whether they just weren't hungry when they found it, or um, they just didn't want to take them, it's up to them. But so yeah, there was a few packs left over. But um, so yeah, that was a nice little touch. Uh, one of the other objectives we had, we had a PMC element there this time, which we didn't have before. Um, so that was quite good because we had two objectives there. One was a, a mass grave site uh, that the PMC were sort of dumping bodies there on behalf of the military team that was in the area. Obviously, the military can't be seen to be doing like war crimes and stuff, so they paid off this PMC team to decrease the civil civilian population that's in the area. And and we were doing money handovers between the PMC and the military unit, and obviously that was something that the snipers had to then witness. Was we sort of every hour on the hour at a certain location, um, which was the same location every time we did a handover of money, and we sort of made it quite flamboyant, and we sort of hung around there for sort of like ten minutes to give snipers a chance to sort of see the handover to to get their two points. But I don't know if anyone completed that objective. They might have done. But there was another there was two that weren't really done that the snipers didn't get to do, which was that one, the money handoff and the finding the pilot's body. Um which is unfortunate, but you know, it's the way it goes. You know, they still scored multiple points. Obviously the all the kills they got throughout the day, plus you know, achieving another three of the objectives, that's six points there. So I mean all most of the nearly all the points, apart from the lone sniper, I think he got nine or ten points. Everybody else was up in the very high teens or the mid twenties, so that which was good. So That's definitely going to yeah. continue that sort of For thing. A lone sniper so. being on your own against what? And it, yeah, and he was only I think he was only seventeen. I think he was. Well, that's so he done really well. Never yeah. played at the site before, um, but yeah, he's blinding, absolutely blinding. A yeah. real gent, lovely to speak to. Um, but as they all were, do you know what I mean? All the snipers that took part, you know, they were just a fab bunch. You know, there was no bullshit. It was really refreshing to just like not even like before the game started. It's like oh, at least we haven't got to worry about this. I've been no hit taking and calling out and getting the arm. There was literally none at all. It's perfect, perfect. But yeah, yeah the good mob. Tell you what, the one thing I noticed and took away from the weekend is that you know those those snipers only had I think it was like four hundred and twenty rounds in total between all of them, mm-hmm. and they they wiped out. The- <laughs> <laughs> they wiped out the elite military units an awful lot like 420 rounds goes a very long way in terms yeah, of taking people yeah. out <laughs> it, it only takes one doesn't it only takes one yeah yeah. I mean they're incredibly accurate I mean even like their Mark 23s they've got I mean it's like compared to my WE45 I mean I'd have to three or two or three shots at least to get on target on someone at their sort of ranges they engage with a Mark 23 do you know what I mean but with them it's like one hit so you think you've got 15 round magazine You've potentially got 15 kills there. Yeah. So although it's like, well, they've only got 50 rounds, it's like, yeah, but you have got a lot of kills 
because of what you because of how you play your game. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're mm. just with an LMG. And they take their time rounds, as well, don't they? Absolutely, they yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like perfect shot. Whereas there was no, the there was no instant like, engagement. As soon as, like, as soon as the event started, it was like a good sort of like forty minutes before we sort of started getting like little inklings of oh here we go. So what I mean, sort of game on time now. You know, they actually did they did test the waters very very well. So which was good, really cool. I will say as well that so obviously this is the second one of these events that um, I've done, and uh, having headed up the kind of op four element, I think we've nicknamed Emu now because we were the elite military unit. Um, <laughs> so Emu Emu has now sort of stuck with the, with that team. Um, but having headed those up, like it, it was definitely a lot more confrontational. 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 confrontational this time yeah it's really hard to say <laughs> confrontational this time around um, sort of previously um we you know we we weren't uh our, our i can't talk our roe which is our rules of engagement um on the previous event were very much kind of classic easy mode npc um so if you imagine you're playing um sniper elite or something like that you know we, we weren't actively hunting them or anything like that mm -hmm. If 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 we saw them and and in quite a few times there were you know we, we could see where they were. Um, you scan across this big field of ferns and this little head of very contrasting green camouflage. You're like, <laughs> there's a sniper there. We weren't actively engaging, whereas this time around we kind of took a slightly more aggressive stance, um, and and it played off well. You know, there was a few times that we we kind of rolled into a few um, extended line. SOPs to kind of push through large areas of woodland. There's two or three particular good engagements on that front where I don't think the snipers had really kind of planned for that kind of assault. Um, there were sort of five or six of us literally just pushing forward in a line. The flanks closed in and we, we just managed to take both of them out. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a good event. Definitely. Did you say that, would you say that you being more engaged as NPC NPCs, um, were uh, added more of a interest for the snipers instead of them just going right. I can just walk around them and they're not going to do anything. Do you think they ended up having to think a little bit more? Do you get any feedback on that? I I haven't had any feedback on that per se. I mean, Lance, Lance might be. Able I to um I noticed that their movements were a lot different this time round. Now, whether it's because it was obviously pretty much a different set of snipers bar one team because they had dropouts, so we had some infills. Very last minute. Dot com. Um. No, whether it's there, like I said, so whether it was because it was different snipers and it's that they play their game differently, but I found this time round they were a lot more sneaky beaky than the previous event. Now, whether that's because we were more of a threat and it was advertised that we would be more of a threat, so they thought, right, mm -hmm. we better get our heads down and get on our belt buckles a bit more and actually use more cover when we're moving rather than just sort of like wookieing through the forest like Bigfoot, um, just bounding about and then legging it to objectives or you know or not i don't know but yeah from from my from what i saw um which was minimal sniper movement rather than just seeing you could like seeing them for like 150 meters just walking through the trees you know i didn't see any of that really this time around it wasn't until yeah. we actually contacted them then we saw a move then obviously that's a different story you're going to see them because they're, they're, they're changing position um but for the most part there was no sort of like just meandering sniper pairs like just like bobbing about it was they were actually in cover they were moving slowly they were using like the rhododendrons i think a lot more to sort of as a bit of a rat run to mm -hmm. get from one side of the map to the other um and bits and bobs like that which is good you know using the ditches and the trenches that being and that said, an awful lot more i i have a sneaky suspicion that there were a few uh film uh film cameras out there on, on the old rifles and stuff like that because there did seem to be a lot of engagements with us that didn't need to happen you know we're, we're walking away and then all of a sudden you just get taken out in the back of the shoulder and you're like no oh, okay I, I think that's just... <laughs> um 
But no, fair enough, cool. you know, I mean, ultimately it's, it's their game. So we're, we're there to kind of facilitate that. And it was good fun. It was good fun. I mean, even, yeah, you know, it was it, good fun. We, as, as kind of the DS team uh, with the EMU, it, it you know, we're, we're obviously not there to, uh, we, we're there to have fun ourselves, but we're there to ultimately facilitate the snipers event. You know, mm-hmm. we, we kind of have to play that game a little bit. And it's, it's challenging in some instances where, you know, I would suggest that if we were fully let loose and it was just a, a normal mill sim and we were just running it as such, it would have probably been yeah, be a different, different on that fucking front. story. That's what it'll be. Well, no, I think it would have been. Because, There'd be no know, points I mean, on the board. Times, there were a few times. <laughs> there were a few times that we kind of we we kind of held back a little bit. You know, if someone had gone to ground and was staying still, we we didn't really pursue that. Um, we still knew they were there mm. in some instances, but we didn't really go after them. Now, if they engaged us or it was blatantly obvious, then we would have done. Um, uh, me, so I think um, that's the kind of little bit of difference. Me, Wayne and Danny had a good engagement. We went up to check the uh, mass grave just because there was a little bit of confusion as to its location. So we thought, let's go up there and be obnoxious for 10 minutes and sort of shout about bodies and stuff like that. Sort of give them a bit of a, a, bit of a helping hand as to its location. So we did that. And then as we was patrolling back down through, um, through the ferns and stuff... Um, we sort of caught a glimpse of a sniper down the road where that, you know, where the uh, forestry work warning sign is. We saw some, yeah, saw one yeah. cut across the road there into cover, and we was like, shit. So we we banked right into the tree line, and then there was another one like about 60, 70 meters back behind us, and then there was another one down the bottom <laughs> of the other side of the bank. We were like, right, there's three now. There's one to our twelve. There's one to our three, and there's like one off to our like seven o'clock. So like Wayne was checking twelve. Danny was on three and I was on seven. Now, seven hadn't moved in. He was still like 70, 80 metres out and he'd sort of pushed away from us and I could just see him like that and he stuck around in. And it, it sounds wicked, a sniper. He goes, and I was like, oh, that was good. Yeah. And I was like, right, I see a sniper rifle and I raised him a DMR. <laughs> so I put one back at him and I just saw this twig next to him and it just it just clipped him right next to his head and he was like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can do it too. I can get you from there. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so the the big question is: mm. Is there going to be a three? And will I be able to make it this time? <laughs> There's definitely going to be. Can't vouch another... for the second part of that question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Only you know the answer to that question, Andy. Yeah. Um, there's definitely going to be another Empire Events Limited event. Now, whether that is a solely sniper based event i don't know yet um me and kenny have been discussing after having a little bit of a break from discussing um for the last sort of like fucking three months uh we've taken a couple of oh indeed um so there's there's some things in the pipeline which oh i don't know what i can say and what i can't (laughs) there's there's things in the pipeline and we'll leave it there there's things in the pipeline there's things being discussed it may not necessarily be just for snipers the next one well uh, um that's empire, all i'm saying empire so i've said that next event will not have sniper well there event. we go then so, so it work. might be the one i'm sort of trying to keep quiet about probably be the one after this one then <laughs> oh. i know what this one is that he's just talked about but it's yeah he knows what i'm on about but nobody else does so it just sounds like i'm waffling so i'll yeah. shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's just all LMGs. It's, it's going to be an LMG only event. Single fire only <laughs> LMG event. Yeah. It's mandatory unlimited ammo. Yeah. It's gonna... 
And once the game starts, you have to hold your finger on the trigger just whilst moving around. Just yeah. constantly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like a paintballer where you have to... Where just James, like... yeah, Goldeneye, when you find the Infinity magazine, just... <laughs> boom, just yeah. walking around for 10 minutes of a map, just absolutely destroyed everything. <laughs> but you can only have a rate of fire of eight rounds a second. That's it, exactly. And, we, and there's going to be loads more ridiculous rules to just to make it complicated and people just panic and not, and not bother taking Terry part. says LMG Feast, but I'm going to change that to LMG Fest. Cause... There we go. Oh, Feast. Yeah, so there, there, is more, there is more Empire events in the pipeline. Now, whether there's going to be one this year or not, I don't know. But definitely next year, watch this space. Well, Kenny, I'm assuming it's Kenny, has said we'll run the Sniper one again next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. That will be back with a vengeance. There we go. Um, we got a load of comments that have come in. Uh, we'll just run through those. Uh, one I particularly enjoyed was Kenny thanking Andy for coming to the event. Um... Thanks, Andy. <laughs> You're the best. I am medically discharged at the moment from not doing any activity. Although, as of today, I can drive a car again. Well, have you got a car sorted now? No. Me, me. <laughs> but I can drive. He's legally allowed to drive a car. I think I you should get a massive truck, again. so I don't think Audis are any good for you. <laughs> I'm buying a four-wheel drive. Dodge Ram? Tank. <laughs> <laughs> drive into me then, you bunch of bastards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see who comes off worse now, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I do apologise. Yeah, I do apologise, Kenny. I would have absolutely been there. 100%. It was all booked off. The missus was told not to book any holidays. But then some old boy decided, no, I don't want you to go anywhere for six weeks. <laughs> and drove at me. So I do oh, apologise. Weaponised OAPs. I, yeah. I, I, I think the, the, one, the one thing that I'm really disappointed about with your story, and I'm only going to raise this now because it's, it's actually funny now that we know you're okay, is that you didn't <laughs> shout witness me before you went colliding into this other car. I'm a, witness me! Uh, there were some words. <laughs> yeah, there was, they were not the words that popped into my head at that particular moment yeah. in time. <laughs> I did no, actually, are, no, when when okay. I, yeah, when I had the accident, I generally turned around and went, what the fuck? It? Oh, <laughs> like, that was it. That was what I said. <laughs> Uh, Daz, it. so going back a little while ago, Daz said he got a plate carrier and an FMA SF helmet. Sounds Lovely, cool. nice. Send us some Purchase pictures, Daz. Good choice. Yep. Blackbeard is the rebrand of Ali Kit Review or Brad Smiles. Ah, Ali Kit Review, happy days, mate. Yeah, mate. Nice, nice. Uh, a couple of questions yeah. came in for you, Andy, because you said you'd booked onto something and then didn't tell anyone what you'd booked onto. Oh uh, no. I booked onto something. No, my official first event back will be in February and I will be going to the Johnny Big Gun and is it Wolf Tactical event? In oh, February. yeah, the combination. It's yeah, the, the combination one. Thing, isn't it? Looking forward to that. So that'll be my first official it, game back. Oh, what's it called? Syndicate or something? Or Syndicate 2? Or... Oh, uh, I don't know. I've got it on my phone. Oh, I can't remember the bloody else. name of it now. Shadow Strike. Shadow Strike. I knew it began with an S. That's it. Yep. Shadow Strike 2. So I'm booked all onto that. There we go. My mind is mush with events at the moment. Uh, James C. asked about the hat. I can't actually find anything on the hat, by the way. I, I've looked into <clears> the, <throat> the Keeler properties. It's it's a fleece thermal lining uh, with a Rain Stop 5000 outer. Um, if that helps at all. all oh, I know rain is Stop 5000, though. Nice. It's the Rain Stop 5000, yeah. It got down pretty chilly <laughs> yeah. weather uh, conditions on Saturday night. 
and I know that that was definitely keeping my head warm. I it want was keeping you my head warm more than my fleece jacket was. To put that on and then stick your head in a freezer. Okay. Time how, long it, <laughs> time how long it takes for you to get cold. Ed says, can't say well done enough to Lance and all the NoFo lads for the Empire Rising event. Yes, I couldn't find the objectives, but then I realised I was just blind with the need for skills. So, um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Got to get those Silly insta gay. shots, didn't you? Those insta shots. Got to get the content, mate. Got to get all about the content. <laughs> Marky Mark said it was bloody good as EMU. I very much enjoyed myself, though. It was very strange knowing I was being watched. Voyeurs. Yeah. It was funny. Every, every once in a while, Mark would be like, isn't it, isn't it eerie to know that we're being watched by snipers? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Just don't say that because you know we're going to get shot in the back of the head at some point. Yeah, yeah. why did you say that? <laughs> and then Ash goes, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James C, it sounds like Sniper Elite, but in real life, if I had the skills for it, then I'd consider sniping. I'll be honest with you. Just I give it a go, mate. You'll still have a laugh anyhow. Just have a go. Yeah. The it's only, bloody the only brilliant. real things that you need, I would say, are a, a relatively decent camo setup and a, and a, mm -hmm. and a good bolt action. You know, as long as you've got. However, there's one sniper there was cutting about rely. with um, multi cam bottoms and a DPM smock, and he just yeah. camoed his face up and out. He did start off the day with some foliage and that on, but he soon ditched that off. It was still mm. very effective, you know. As long as you've got a bolt action sniper rifle, mate, and a sidearm, which is a pistol, then you're laughing. Yeah, it should be all right. There we go. Definitely give it a go, just for the crack, because it, it, it's a brilliant laugh. I bet it's proper nervy being out there and about, though. It, I bet that would be like. Ooh. Yeah, James Hamilton was the DPM man, which I believe is that the Devil's Airsoft thing. Devil's Spawn, Devil's Spawn Airsoft. Is that James? I think it is. Not sure. Looking I know up. James has left some good comments lad. as well, so we'll, we'll get back to James in a second. Mm. Um, Harry asks, who won? Funny you say that, Harry. Harry won. That called Harry. Not, Not Harry Badger. Harry. Not that oh, Harry. Harry. <laughs> Another Harry. There, there, there are other Harrys in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think he had a little bit of help from Ed at some point, but Harry won, which was good. Ooh. Well done, Harry. Yes. Well done, Harry. And, and, and congratulations, Ed, as well. A little tennis clap for yeah, you. Because otherwise, well. if, if Harry had won, that would be the most self-congratulating thing ever. <laughs> yeah. oh, can I just remind everyone who won? <laughs> yeah, uh, lads. And who, who won? It was, it was the Harry. Was it me? Was it me? <laughs> uh, Kenny says, Lance looks like Fred Durst tonight. I like it. Oh, I'll take that. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Keep rolling, baby. Keep rolling. Uh, he Durst, also says, <laughs> Lance, Mike, and the boys did an amazing job. Looking forward to the next event we are planning now. So, oh, yeah, baby. James Hamilton says, the EMU got attacked for tags. So, yeah, so the, the EMU mm -hmm. team also had uh, a set of tags that, you know, once we were shot, we could be asked for them. So we, we weren't hanging them on trees or anything like that. Players would have to get to us to ask us before we had to sort of bleed out and respawn. Um, I think what a lot of the snipers weren't aware of is we had, I think there was about eight of us. We had eight tags at the start of the day <laughs> and they all went by about mid morning. <laughs> Cause we all I, I, I lost one of um, my tags. I, I had my special tags and I, 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 only, I only lost one of them. Although I did get shot in the ass whilst chopping wood for the barbecue for the snipers, which was hilarious. <laughs> I literally went, I went, and I went, I was like, <laughs> then I saw a sniper looking around the tree and like that, like, and I was like waving a little hatchet at him. He was like, "Sorry." <laughs> that was more of a. I know who it was, but I'm going to wait for uh, the video because I can't wait to see it. Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, in terms of attacking the EMU for tags, just if anyone's planning to do the next one, just bear in mind we don't we don't have that many tags on us, um, and if it's towards the end of the day, you're, you're unlikely to get any. <laughs> yeah. Um, James also said the also the EMU kept bumping into us, so we had to engage or run. I know that that was that was mm-hmm. interestingly on some of the engagements um, where we would literally just come up against a load of snipers, <clears throat> and they that kind of fear and panic look in their eyes as they kind of went, oh no. <laughs> Just all scattered. <laughs> um, there was a few Panic times as well eyes. where, yeah, there was a couple times where I think we because we'd split up into, uh, we had a rotor going, so we had a team on the checkpoint, and then we had patrol Alpha and Bravo. Mm-hmm. Patrol Bravo got lit up at one point, so there's a firefight going on. But I don't think the snipers that had engaged Patrol Bravo realised that um, Patrol Alpha were coming up basically behind them, so. You know, I think Mark at one point lit one up with an LMG. <laughs> um, that was good fun on that run. Terry said the sniper event could be a season thing, spring, summer, autumn and winter one. Hopefully it was snow. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Very cool. Literally. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, give me a chance <laughs> to use that lovely sniper veil that I was given by a lovely man. I think you got one as well, Mike. Oh, yeah, sniper smock. Yes. Yeah, man. We've got sniper smocks without sniper <laughs> rifles. <coughs> so we can hide and just can't kill anything. <laughs> James says, whatever happened to the MKR military kit review channel? Uh, I think he got chewed out to shit for doing airsofty stuff, mate, by these oppos in the forces. So I think he knocked it on the head. So I'm led to believe. But don't quote me on that. Oh, right. Yeah. So. C'est la vie, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> the end of that. <laughs> so the other topic of tonight's show was going to be differences between woodland and urban events. I think what mm. we'll do is break this into a bit of a two-parter. So should we talk about kit for a woodland event and then Ooh. see how far we get and then we can we can pick this up again next week. I don't think we've done this before. We haven't kind of done oh, a two-parter. A uh, so you must come back. Can we leave it on a cliffhanger? Yeah. We can leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, it's oh, <that's> exciting. <laughs> Oh, I'm in a panic. Something a little bit different. You need the EastEnders music at the end, though, don't you? Yeah, we haven't <laughs> got anything. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't have that. I'll see if I can find that by the end of the all, show. All we've got is... <laughs> yeah. Which is a very quick ending to EastEnders. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in terms of kit, you know, woodland kit for starters, I would argue on the... Let's break this down into kit that you're going to be playing in and then kit that you need to effectively survive i appreciate it's an airsoft mm-hmm. event you know you're not you're not out in the middle of nowhere but let, let's kind of break it into those two aspects so let's talk about loadout first so yes. what do we think is kind of the differences on loadouts between woodland and are urban? we are we are uh... we choosing a particular time of year for this or are we no no saying... no we'll go as a generic across generic, the year not hot not cold just not cold I mean, base loadout. I would for me, argue then. you'd probably. I would argue you'd probably take a similar kit. Maybe a camouflage pattern would be different. Um, that's going to be somewhat dependent on the rules of the event, for example. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you could probably find the MTP loadouts would be comparable between the two. Um, I mean, for me, if I could get away with it, I'd go with a DPM top and a, an MTP bottoms all day long because I think it's fucking wicked. I love that look. It's the best. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd run a I'd wooden DPM smock. Uh, with a webbing set, belt kit, um, and a day sack for woodland all day mm. long. Mine's not too dissimilar. Mine would be uh, either 
my, I would probably go M81 because I just prefer, I think it suits Britain a little bit more, which mm-hmm. is strangely. Um, and I would probably go chess rig. Um, although I still yep. need to check it. I need, still need to test out that. Um, yeah, man. But I would say, I'd say probably chess rig would be my primary with uh, probably the commander sack that I've got now. Because that'd be enough just to carry around all my stuff in it that I need. Just yeah, nice. Plod around with that. That that would be my main. Obviously, my belt setup. So, I think that's what yeah, would be my main go-to. If I was to go chess rig, I'd go sort of like maybe like a shooter's belt setup with a chess rig, mm-hmm. and then like you say, like a day sack. Yeah. Um, for basically what I would have in my webbing would go in my day sack, and that'd be yeah. that'd be that'd be the only transition sort of thing. What about you, Mikey? Mikey? Yeah. So I mean. I, so I've been running a chess rig for the last couple of events now um, to kind of test them out because I've never really run them before. I've always run. I was just going to say you you've run yeah, them a lot been. more recently, haven't you? Yeah. So I just I'm just giving it a fair trial across a, a number of events to kind of give it a go. And I must profess I am missing my plate carrier quite a lot um, in the summer events where it's been quite warm. I grant you the uh, the, the chess rig has been <laughs> substantially cooler. Um, it doesn't do a lot to hide the figure. I'm just putting that out there. Some of the photos of me, I am not liking quite as much. Um, but what I would say is... We you just need one of those I'm... tight tops that have got the yeah. pattern. Of course it. Trust me, I'm in that boat, mate. All... <laughs> just don't take me up before you put me into the, uh, the kit. But I'm finding that with the plate carrier, there's a lot more attachment points for things. Like I'm finding it very mm. tricky to kind of balance the comms aspect of things like yeah that's what i've always struggled with place to put cables and stuff like that um i never really kind of struggled with the plate carrier in a woodland environment other than the temperature um so i've been looking at kind of more lightweight plate carrier ideas and styles and bits and pieces Mm -hmm. like that because i'm not really sure what i want to go with yet what Um, about the chest chest rigs that come with the plaque so it's your back is pretty much clear so it's basically just like the front of a plate carrier. So you don't, but it's got no. Yeah, like my Warrior nine hundred one. Yeah, like the war, Yeah, where it's got yeah, the got deployable so admin panel. Yeah. It turns out, and I've done a little bit of a test on this at um, NAE. Funnily enough, I spend <laughs> a lot of my time at airsoft events crawling around in the dirt. <laughs> so what I'm Rightly finding so, mate. with my not many people go yeah, on the belt buckle. So you, no. you should, with you know, my chest good. rig. Everything is just getting scraped along the ground, um, and it is getting full of stuff and all that. Whereas with my plate carrier. And even with the belt setup, to be fair, like the the more sort of traditional harness, everything's kind of on my hip or on my back. So I'm not really finding that's quite so much of a struggle. Um, So, yeah, I mean, for me, realistically, the difference between woodland and urban events, I probably wouldn't vary it too much. I think it's more of a personal preference. Um, Definitely have a day sack for lugging stuff about. But again, that would probably be the urban scenario. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I would take loadout wise is probably my ghillie hood or, or Russ camera hood or whatever they're called viper hood mm. um obviously urban environments not not as much use not for so those good. funnily enough um <laughs> although, so, I've got, yeah. although yeah i've got to admit headwear headwear like obviously when it starts getting night like towards night and i know that i'm gonna have to switch over to nods then i'll put the hard hat on because i haven't got a skull cap but during the day it will be either boonie or uh peaked cap mm. i would very rarely in the woodlands wear a uh wear a hard hat unless I'm, i know that i'm going to be playing on nods mm. i'll be i'd live in a boonie all day long so. 
Yeah. Unless I've got to go into a building, then I'll just chuck up. I'll just, I'll chuck on my sort of bare minimum skid lid. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll live in a boonie. You know, even if it was an urban event, when I'm low, I'm not going to be going building bashing, and I'll be like on the perimeter, sort of like putting cover in, as like like a like a FSG or something like that. I'll I'll still just stay in a boonie. I'll just, yeah, I can skid lids all day long. Doesn't matter. It's a headache. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the only time I would probably suggest um, like helmets and stuff like that is ultimately play some of the buildings in Longwell, for example, are pretty ropey and there's mm-hmm. things kind of jutting out, and that's ultimately partly what the helmets for. You know, I mean, there's a reason that builders wear helmets around on site or hard hats because knocking their edge into things and stuff like that. Yeah. Things potentially landing on them. Um, I mean, I can particularly remember one of the events in Longwall where someone went through the floor and then clobbered someone below them with their foot. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, these things these things do happen. So, And you also get, I mean, with, with the helmets and stuff like that, you've got attachment points for headlights and torches and um, again, comms, if you've got Peltors and stuff like that, there's a likelihood of a lot more noise in an yeah. urban environment. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of a boonie. Um, baseball caps, you know, stuff like that. But I think the boonie just helps break up that shape a lot more when you're out and about. It's a little yeah. more versatile. So I will. Mm. I'll, can I just, um, there's a message from Ed. And it, I've, very high praise indeed for Ed saying that he really liked my camo hood. So thanks, mate. I really appreciate it. He's that. talking about the um, glow in the, the dark. yellow one. I vis one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, have you oh, got that back yet? Can I just? Yeah, I do. Can I just say I've got a slight update on that. I found in my box of bits an MVG shroud. Um, so you know, like the bit that you bolt onto the helmet. Skull not, cap. not like the. No, just just literally you know, that little quadrant piece that kind of sits on the front oh, of the right, helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's called a shroud. I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure, but so I've, I've got plans to mount that to a builder's building hat um, to really develop this this kind of PMC private military contractor role a little bit more. So uh, watch this space on that front. Um, Fair play. Get some nod build, a nod wielding builder. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually good. got some spare helmet rails if you want them for your project. Oh, if you wouldn't mind, yeah, I'll, I will happily donate them to you. Yeah. They're off a Mitch 2000 hat, but they should work. Yeah, that's cool. Right. I'll have a little play around with that. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that we would consider loadout wise? I mean, uh, wearing stuff like that is probably take, not going to be too dissimilar. I would take less bang pyro in a way. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'd have a couple of smokes. More smoke. I'd yeah. take more smoke than I would bangs, whereas urban, exactly I'd, swap the same. It, I'd literally swap it around. I'd have, say, two or three smokes and then four or five bangs, mm. um, whereas smoke works better in woodland because obviously you've got, or you're, you're presuming that you would have wider areas to kind of cut across. Yeah, there's going to be more open area, isn't there, sort yeah. of thing that you're going to be covering, especially especially yeah. at the site that we play at as well. You know, mm-hmm. Smoke mm. would be handy in some situations. However, you wouldn't, like Andy said, you wouldn't need like Mark 5s or Mark 9s no or anything like that really there quite a lot of the urban sites as well don't actually allow pyro uh, like the smoke uh pyro indoors anyway do they no um, no i mean all i was thinking that. is if you did clear a building or you wanted to slow down enemy progress into a building lobbing a couple smokes in in, in a building are going to slow down anybody trying to get in there um but yeah that's a good chat definitely definitely uh bang mm-hmm. pyro mm-hmm. um uh, Would you take masks? I, I know that you you've taken a mask before, Andy, to some events. Yeah, we had no I, choice I, at Epsom, I, did we? <laughs> no, 
It was either mask or die, basically. <laughs> Although I wish I had a rebreather, not a mask. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, just a, just a bottle of oxygen at the back every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm back in the game. I literally, I walked out, we walked out of there and I was I felt like I was I was like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, yeah, proper. Yeah, mask can be, I yeah, mean. Urban, urban I wear. I, I always have one in, in my rear pouch. Um, because at some sites, especially on some Milsim events, they do allow um, pyro into a, uh, smoke into a building. Um, and it's a good way of getting you out of that building because it gets to the point where they chuck three or four in and you just think, I can't breathe. Mm. Whereas mm. you pop your mask on and you're, you're all right, at least for a little while, a little while longer, and then you can use your, their smoke to your advantage um, before that. Like literally, they'd throw two or three, and you could feel it starting to burn your throat, and you had to just bug out. Yeah, masks are a good shout. Little half masks yeah. just to sort of help with that filtered. Mm-hmm. Not only for face protection, like I say, like I always chuck my lid on when I go into a building. But if you had a mask that you can just quickly just over the nose mm-hmm. and you just click it on, and you've got that bit more added protection there, then happy days. Plus, it like looks cool yeah. as fuck as well. Big. <laughs> 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 I'll give Les a little shout out as well because Les has managed to pick us up a load of masks for the team. Oh yeah, um, yeah, boy, so, um, yeah. got mine. Little legend. I need to try mine out though. Yeah, they, they, they do look cool though. Do look the nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Rage says smokes in woodland in a dry summer. It do equal a fire. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad five at Longmore. That woodland caught fire three times. I mean, that just builds to the ambiance. <laughs> yeah. But then that's quite mad launching <laughs> a smoke into that sort of. Because um, I mean, Longmore woodland is heavy, heavy ferns oh, and a lot of dry. Do you know what I mean? It's, whereas, like, and, and literally hardly any actual tracks through it at all. So there's not really any open space there. Whereas, like, our site. I'd only really be using a smoke to get clear of a of a road junction or something like that. So you have got mm-hmm. hard ground there. So I'm always very careful of where I put a smoke. And nine times out of ten, you won't see me just like luzzing a smoke. It'll literally be sort of cooking it off for a bit in my hand with a glove on, I'd like to add, and then sort of just like rolling it out ahead of us or something like that. Yeah. I, I very rarely would have, unless it's a crystal clear, empty, short field. For example, the, you know, the sand fob at Longmore that's got the big open green plane at the front of the helicopter. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you, could, you, you could love smokes out there all day long, you know, it's not a problem. Mm. But yeah, certainly in woodland, yeah, you, you have to be very, very careful. Mm. If in doubt, you know, I wouldn't use it, you know, if there's been a dry yeah, spell. That's, that's putting the risk, that's, that's your responsibility again. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. As, and as and making said, sure it's extinguished as well. But yeah. even if I had a smoke from the enemy thrown into our area that, that had petered out, I'd always sort of have a look and, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you can, you know, give it a little stamp down sort of thing or make sure it's clear of anything. Um, just, you know, you don't want it to stop the event or, you know, fuck things up for people, dear. So There's also poorly thrown, thrown smokes out of buildings as well because last time I was at Longmore, um, so oh, for the life of me, couldn't get that smoke grenade out of that window. <laughs> <laughs> I was well thrown in, oh, I'm sorry. I'm lost sorry. it in the billowing cloud that I couldn't see through and <laughs> smoke myself out. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so we've obviously talked about loadout-wise in terms of uniforms and sort of uh, accessories from that front. What about rifles and um, riff and sort of primary and secondary, etc.? Would we Would we talk something a little bit different there? Um, for me, it doesn't really change that much because I it's either the LMG or um, an M4 platform. If mm-hmm. I'm doing, if say for example I'm doing um, uh, SF or um, I'm not doing Blue Four. Well, actually, even then, even if I'm doing Blue Four Op Four, it's an LMG or an assault rifle. So I've always got my pistol on me. 
Um, so for me, it doesn't really change that much. It, it would depend on the tasking that we're being sent out for. Um, for me, if yeah. like, if we're to- if we're told that we're just sweeping through a building, then if it's literally the whole squad just sweeps through the building, then I'll take the M4 because a lot of places don't allow you full auto in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's move up and secure a building, then I'll take the LMG and I'll be the Muppet sitting outside covering the doorway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, fair one. Yeah, I mean for me, like very similar, but obviously instead of the LMG, it'd be my DMR for woodland. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd run my pistol on my on my leg holster anyhow. We would be it with that's the, the only thing is it's a little bit compromising with webbing because where my pistol sits, it's directly underneath my commander's pouch. But you know, I'm not in a in a woodland site. I'm not looking to sort of draw my pistol super duper quickly. Mm. compared to having to transition in, in an urban environment. But then I'll be running my M4, and I doubt very much that I'll be running webbing in an urban event. I'll be running a plate carrier with a shooter's belt or a chest rig with a shooter's yeah, belt. Yeah. So I'd have, that, I'd have a lot more access to that pistol a lot quicker for um, transitioning in and out of buildings or whatnot, you yeah. know what I mean? So, but yeah, for a woodland thing. I mean, I've done events without a pistol um, at a woodland event. Um, obviously, DMR in inside the 30-meter engagement zone, you know, you've got to rely heavily then on your section that you're in. Yeah. rather than thinking oh, right he's inside my 30 meters now i'm going to transition to my pistol whereas on my train of thought is that well he's inside 30 meters now i'll let these boys deal with him yeah you know, that, that's yeah, that, that you know sense, I, yeah. i'm covering them from sort of 30 meters out to 75 mm-hmm. meters then they're sort of like sort of 50 meters in do you know what i mean so that's not really down to me now that's no, i'll let them deal with it yeah, handing it over this is exactly yeah exactly that so um I, I haven't found that I've really needed a pistol for, as a DMR out in urban, in in sort of rural events. I've, ne- I've probably mm. never used it. It's been more of a fucking hindrance than something else to carry, to be honest with you. Um, so I'd sooner just sack it off and then have it more for, for an urban event where you'll be using like your M4 and stuff like that, or you know, and you can transition to your pistol with stoppages and shit like that. So you know, I, yeah. I rarely, I rarely run a pistol for my. Uh, for my DMR, unless unless my loadout sort of facilitated it, if I wasn't running my webbing and I was running, a, like you said, a chest rig, a shooter's belt, and a day sack for a rural event, then yeah, I probably would run my pistol because it's it's easy to run it. Whereas when you're running webbing, it's just bit of, it can be a bit of a ball like That'd be the only thing for me, the only sort of change up. Mm. Yeah, I can't say I've run a pistol in quite a long time now. To be fair, most events I haven't really found I needed to to use that. Mm. Um, mm. For the most part, they've been outdoor sites, so you know the the up close and personal engagements haven't really been there. Um, so for the most part, you know, with my LMG or my uh, assault rifle platform or anything like that, I don't have an MED to deal with. Um, DMR wise, normally I'm with somebody else if I'm if I'm running that anyway. Exactly. Um, so, so you can hand over on that front. Um, I think the only thing I would probably say is um, I agree with you, Andy. Uh, your LMG's obviously not got single fire capability. Um, no, not at the GMP all. Yeah. stoner does, so that's obviously mm-hmm. quite good from that front. And I know I've found that to work quite effectively for clearing buildings sometimes. It's very long, um, but you you can just switch it to yeah. single fire and then you can run into buildings. So you haven't lost that LMG capability when you get to like an upstairs window and you've got the you know the ability to fire out and form that firing position can be quite powerful then. Mm-hmm. Um I yeah, I've got SMGs... to admit, I always take my pistol with my LMG, always, mm. just just for just in case it does come up close and personal, because um, mm-hmm. I do run mine on the limit, and I don't think it's fair me sitting there lobbing three shoes at someone's shins as they run towards you. 
So I'll pull out the so I'll pull out the pistol and hit four eights at them. <laughs> no, I go I go full full <laughs> full auto. Yeah. yeah, no, no, full auto, single fire when you're clearing a building. But I've got twelve hundred yeah. rounds of single fire in that instance. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll just keep going. Um, I think SMGs probably play more into an urban environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it it very much depends on the site. So I'm going to pull three now. So you've got the HQ at Driftfield, um, AI five hundred the Citadel and Longmore. So Longmore events with Legion it was single fire uh, when you're sort of clearing the buildings, but you could full auto in or out. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously quite useful for that. Uh, HQ Driftfield, we weren't with the event that we were at, we weren't allowed to fire out the windows above first floor anyway. So ground floor, uh, I know, I don't think you were allowed to fire in at ground floor either, were you? Thinking about it. I can't remember now. I know doorways was firing. I'm looking to you, Andy, because you were there. I know lots of us. I'm trying to remember. No, no, we were. No, we were allowed to full auto into and out of doorways. Yeah. I know you weren't allowed to fire out of upstairs windows. There was. was Yeah, you weren't. No, they. Yeah, they said they said no firing outside of windows. But um, and no, yeah, it was all windows, Mm. wasn't it? So you could observe through a window, but you weren't allowed to shoot out of it. But you were allowed to full auto into and out of. Yeah. Um, and then, because I, um, I sat on the far edge and just let them all run out and then full auto them with the LMG and they all got yeah. really salty. <laughs> I was like, well, you <laughs> ran at me. I? Um, <laughs> I was like, you ran at me. <laughs> and then uh, using using um, the Citadel with AI 500 as an example, the, you weren't really able to fire in and out of the windows. Good. So yeah. having any kind of long range weapon platform wasn't much help on that basis. You know, you, you're not, you're not, using that so for the most part having the smg is going to allow you to get into those tight spaces and clear buildings um especially a prison setup where there's lots of narrow doorways you've got to go in and out um you know having having a rifle you're you're not going to be able to get that aim Mm -hmm. down a corridor uh whereas i found with my mp9 it was a lot easier to just kind of duck out and duck in it's got the collapsible stock as well so anything in that instance you know those those smaller weapon platforms are going to be a lot more use for an an urban environment definitely I feel that I'm probably going to end up using my pistol more, though, now that I've moved over to an MWS, and I think Lance might as well, yeah, because you've only got a limited number of rounds before. And if you're in a if you're in a building or if you are quite close or um, in any sort of contact and you need to keep rounds going down, it's always going to be quicker for you to transition from your pistol than reloading. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's been proven, especially like, if you're inside a building as well, because it's still, yeah, it's still, you know, when it comes to airsoft, you know, the stopping power is the same as what it was exactly yeah. forward. There's no difference. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, still so I do think that I'll use it more. I, I think I'll end up using my pistol more than I will than I have done previously, especially when using the MWS. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be a big learning curve. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my pistol's really good, but I just don't use it enough. But I would like to use it more. So maybe, like with the NWS, it might maybe force me to actually transition to it, using mm-hmm. it a lot more. So, which would be good. So Andy, do you want to just run through the, the weekend, comments? Actually. I'm just going to queue up the uh, the little next segment about the competition that we ran for our birthday. Oh, yes. Um, uh, I need to so go got... off mic for a second. So. Oh, off mic. He's got to sort it out. Right. So, we got mm. some comments. Um, we got. Uh, Daz uh, that said it's on my Instagram mic 
Not whatever that sure is. what that was in relation. We got a thumbs up. That's good. Sure about that Daz's new thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yes, his helmet. The SF and helmet carrier. and yep, lovely. Um, and then we've got Ed. Uh, I really like your camo hood. He was being a little bit more specific for you. Uh, and then we've got Ed again. Uh, no, the rust camo hood. Um, I've seen it in the field. Very effective in terms of weights as well. So there we go. Future purchase, maybe, Ed, if you don't already have one. I'm sure he could knock one up with his man, yeah. man, a man of his caliber. Yeah. He's got the stuff for it sitting there. He's got the, he's got the minerals. He's got the yeah. minerals. Uh, James C. Um, MKR uh, had to go uh, as his unit got incorporated into the Ranger unit, um, and they were private uh, privacy and security concerns. Ah, right. I privacy. see. Okay. I don't really see how there was privacy and security concerns when he just did reviews of coats and bags uh, it was Very probably bizarre. the stuff getting sent to him though wasn't it because he was getting whole whole kit sent to him to well, he was getting only airsoft as loadouts now he was getting sent to, to him honest, he was, yeah, he was reviewing like keeler kit and like stuff that you'd be able to jj's kit he was stuff that you could buy off the mm. market of, you know i mean it's, it's not like he was like, bringing out specialist stuff that ain't been fucking seen yet from bae or anything you know what it I mean? might just be <laughs> sort of you know personal security maybe along the basis of, i mean i, yeah, I don't perhaps. know specifically his situation yeah. but it might just be that you know it was frowned upon in terms of you know really advertising his role and what he does and mm. um because he did take part in a couple of events a couple of milsims if i remember rightly i know he yeah, did a couple, he he did did a couple of sterling ones he definitely did a sterling i don't know how many how mm. many he did i definitely know that he was that one mm. Mm. oh well there we go um fresh meat uh, we got uh, prison was no problem with a ballpup. Yeah, but it's that a ballpup. That must have been AI 500, isn't it? <laughs> Let's not go into the debate of what a ballpup oh, is. God. <laughs> no, what was that rifle that people were saying wasn't a ballpup, though it was? No, we're not having this debate. Move on, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Put my foot down. And the 50 right. cal sniper, wasn't it, they were saying? The new the new one, that's that's loaded in the, in the arse. So that's a ballpup, then? Uh, Terry, uh, Pegasus, love your LMG. Oh, bit of love for the oh. LMGs. Uh, Pegasus, uh, I will always have a pistol. Uh, once you're used to it, you can uh, be very fast to draw. Yeah, true. Draw McGore. Pegasus again. Terry, annoying. It had a few issues that weekend due to the box mag. That's because it's TM. I think he kept dying. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't going off by itself like someone else's that we know. Yeah, Chris. Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris and his magic. Yeah, Chris and his magic marble. Yeah, self-firing. Yeah. Um, and James would definitely use a DMR more in Woodland uh, with a pistol. Yeah, for sure, mate. There Nicely done. Just, just a big shout out to Chris because he brought a big barrel of stuff along and was like, "There you go, <clears throat> have at it." Oh yeah, a three D barrel. Throw the, yeah, he was just going to throw the whole lot in the fire. Um, <laughs> So, man's a lunatic. We love we, him. We have topped up our giveaway box uh, for Nofo, so there may be maybe some little bits and pieces coming out from that. So, big shout out to Chris for that front. Oh, uh, thank you very much, Chris. Well done, Chris. Tennis clap for you. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, you get a oh fan. Oh, you get a Nofo fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Right, so we ran a competition for our birthday. Uh, it was a well thought out and uh, well delivered. <laughs> it was well delivered and very well thought through competition. I don't think uh, many people even had. knew that it was going on. No, um, <laughs> this I believe was for the chest, uh, the, the harness set. The harness set, which is which Andy will, will grab now. So we have had a grand total of one entry. <laughs> Hey, Actually, win. technically, we've had two, and both of them were from the same person. So, so guaranteed winnings. Ouches. Yeah. So, uh, well done to Liam, who has uh, won this. Uh, Liam Hussey. Well done, Liam. Thank you very much. So, uh, I'd like to now present Liam's uh, advertisement that he came up with us. So, the idea was to come up with a little advertisement video um, that we could uh, ultimately probably used for marketing for ourselves but um i just want to double check can you hear this because i'm not 100 percent certain i can yeah yeah Very good. I love like that. that. I love that much. song. Uh, have we got a hand clap? I think we do. Maybe. We might. No, don't uh, we don't. We, do. we have a. Hand drive. To update, <laughs> to update my uh, my thing. So, Liam, thank you very much, mate. Really yes, appreciate well done, it. Mate. Um, Congratulations, buddy. I've I've already been emailing you because uh, I needed the copy of the video. So I will send you an email if you wouldn't mind just sending me your uh, address, please. Or me because um, I own the thing. Yes, send, send, it, send, it, you send it to me. If you send it to Andy directly, me. it saves time. But <laughs> if you we'll put it on our email, um, I can send it over to Andy. Of course, yes. Well. Liam is Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, well done. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. so, yes, go. I want that Thank beginning bit for Projects Unknown. <laughs> oh. Just want the beginning bit. Just the beginning. Yeah. I like that well, song. I'd like to know what song that was. Just the tip. I'd like to know what song that was. Yeah. I feel like we need an update. <laughs> love that my memes are being reused from mark yes mark, mark absolutely um yes so yeah well done um we we haven't given away the five patches that we were going to give away um so we will save those for another event coming up of which mm -hmm. will most likely be our 24-hour episode that we are ever hurtling oh. towards um yes. in terms of the date, I... not so much the organisation, but we're getting there. <laughs> ah, what you two don't know is that while I've been sat on my fat ass, I have an entire spreadsheet laid out with guests, timescales, people that are ah. going to help, people that are going to hinder. More hinder than help. <laughs> more, more hinder. Mainly us three that will be doing <laughs> the hindering. In the, in the hindering box. I feel sorry for this poor producer. <laughs> <laughs> Producers. Producers. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. It's all very exciting. So if you are around on the uh, 2nd and 3rd of December, it For will be starting hours. roughly <laughs> at 9am. Um, I know you guys always laugh at us for starting a little bit late. 
So I'll say I'll say it somewhere be... between eight fifty-five and nine nine oh five, yeah. but somewhere Shall within that say, ten minutes. Should we say like seven thirty and then just log on at nine? <laughs> just be like, there you go. <laughs> Moan <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> um we have decided that we're not going to do it as a um audience show. The reason being is mm-hmm. that because we're doing the full twenty-four hour, it's something we haven't done before. Um it's gonna be stressful enough trying to do that. So we want to try and get this one sorted first, and then it might be something then, that we look at in the future. Um, yes, because we definitely like thing, this. So. We definitely like the thought of having some sort of interactive there and then. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few segments that I want to speak to these guys about, so that we still may get some people participating, if they wish. I've lined up, and I I haven't necessarily agreed the two of you this, but I've already agreed it with him. Croydon Hammond, um, as as Croydon Hammond's thirty second reviews on stuff. So we're going to get him in thirty seconds to. Oh, he's got to do some segments. Absolutely. Um, So we're going to pre-record those, and I'm just going to release those to you. Great minds. I was like, (laughs) we need to do this segment. (laughs) Yeah. About time. So things like things like Croydon Hammond explains hop up in thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, should be good. Should be good. Uh, yeah, we need that's the thing. We need to deal with power. Even Damien, he did, mate. Potentially and stuff like that. So, cool beans. Yeah, lots to plan. Not a lot of time to do it. I was in. late to the that. That's a dig at me. There was I was late to the Empire Rising event. I planned to get there at five thirty, and I got there at seven fifteen ish. Because not my, like that. yeah, we said, oh yeah, aim to be on no, site five thirty in the morning, and I was just like, yeah, of course you fucking will <laughs> I know, be. I know, but my no, I tried to. All, all my my um alarms died because my power cut. So my phone was flat. All of my uh, I used like the Alexa to uh, hmm. to set an alarm and stuff, and it was I was not in a good mood that morning. Definitely Bullshit. not in a good mood that morning. <laughs> um, anyway, it's getting on. So thank you uh, for watching. Yes. Uh, if you would like Thank to support you. the show in any way, we do have a buy me a coffee, which you can find on our website. We do. Uh, we have some interesting changes coming up to the website. We've had a little bit of a, a get together on our mm-hmm. in our minds, so we've some... got some n- new ideas. We're going to be ditching off the Milsim events calendar because it's not working. People aren't no engaging one. with it. Um, no one. So does it other than in lieu of people. that, we've got something potentially exciting coming. If have I we? can work out how to build it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, we do. Um, Have I forgotten? I'll, I'll tell you. Twilight we're looking zone. at creating a membership. We're looking at creating a membership platform on the website. Um, oh, yes. We're getting it to a point where people will be able to have a little login for the website and there'll be like a little forum area or something like that. Um, yes. We don't know exactly how to do that yet. I'm not an expert in this and I am not going to be recreating the next Facebook. But if we can create something yeah. that we can have as a sharing platform, that's what we'd like to try and do. Mm-hmm. Um. If you've got any ideas of things that you'd like to see on the website as well, please let us know. Uh, it's a good opportunity now to try and get those in. We can, we can almost build the website around your idea if, if we like it as well. So, yeah. um, it's, there for, it's there for you guys us. at the end of the day. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. It is there for yeah. you. But the members um, bit is going to be quite cool because I think we're going to talk about yeah, like, yeah. being able to have your own sort of like personal NoFo sort of profile if we can, which gives a little bit of info on like mm-hmm. what weapons you run, loadouts and stuff like that. You know, That's always yeah. quite cool. <laughs> If Maybe. we can, we, we're gonna we had a debate see. about what we wanted to add. Yeah, yeah. These two went freaking mental in terms of what would be great if we could do this and we could have a buy and sell page on there and all of this. I'm gifts, like, uh, yeah, got okay. our gifts, <laughs> yeah, got our gifts everywhere. Um, so we'll be playing around with that. Um, well, you can also leave reviews as well. Um, 
Sorry, click that by mistake. You can also leave reviews as well. Um, so if you'd like to leave a review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, um, on Facebook. You can review our page as well. And remember, so. if you leave a review, Mike will read it out in an accent of your choosing. Mm-hmm. Still. Yes. There have been some good ones. Well, there have been some good ones. Well, it's been good, some re- good reviews. I wouldn't say the accent is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, leave a review um, if you like. And a thumbs and up as well. Like. Yeah. Likes and shares up, and all that likes jazz. And shares. Yeah. Hit the notification bell on YouTube because it makes us break bells. the ding, ding. algorithm. We just want to kind Play of break, break the algorithm a bit, don't we? We want to get out there a little mm. bit more to the to the masses. Yeah, man. Oh, and I'm working on a sticker. There's going to be a new sticker, which is the Do You Even Milson? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I've got a design. I'm going to be having a load made up um, at my own expense. So I will treat everyone to sticker so if i see you there'll be a limited run of do you even mill sim stickers <laughs> yeah. um, what was the reason for that again what, what did we come i know it was i a can't joke. remember i think we were, the... we were making a joke about like oh do you even do you even mill sim because <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't do have do string it. oh because you don't carry any string oh, yeah because you, oh, yeah, you have yeah. no string do you even you mill no string do you, bro, do you even mill sim <laughs> yeah so unless you have it it's called cordage i'm just saying it's the <laughs> So anyway. if you have string, you will get a pe- you'll get a sticker when you sit. Yeah, because you, you obviously Milson. You don't Milson, so you don't. <laughs> That's it exactly. Oh, Mike, please end the show with a stay no phone, your Belfast accent. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, we'll work on that one. Um, anyone would like to hear the closing words? Uh, I'll do it. Go on, then. Yeah, you go on, then. It is what it is. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Cool. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat or hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo, and the website's novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. We'll see you Or contact week, us Wednesday, individually on our things. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Things. You can also talk to us there mm. on our bits. <laughs> at Novo Airsoft, at callsign mm. underscore quartermaster, at the underscore punished underscore one underscore. Yeah. I might change yeah. mine. So a load, oh. just a load of underscores, just to throw Mike. Call underscore sign underscore quarter underscore uh underscore master. Q underscore U underscore A underscore. Here we go. This is going to be terrible. Right. So say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Guys. Stay nofo. Ah, Sean Connery. Didn't know you. I didn't know he was from Belfast. So good old Sean. God bless him. I said it would be bad. See you later. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, much money, Bernie.